previously on Inside Scoop. Your general thoughts of Tiffany and her relationship with Ronald. She misled him. She likes to play victim. She's controlling. He's no catch. He's got his own set of issues. A lot of them. But she is not a good person. And she is not setting her son up for good things either. So this is what she posted on Instagram this week. She gets her kid way too involved in adult issues. She posted a picture of herself. Remember the time I took my ex-husband from his girlfriend just to prove he wanted me more. I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance Inside Scoop, Volume 130. How about this? No big show this week. So how about we do a full episode of Inside Scoop? If you subscribe to our podcast, you get this, right? You're going to get this. You get this show every week. We normally do one story and the rest is by subscription only. We do this for this. We do this for housewives. We do it. Actually, majority of our shows, that's that's how we handle things. We give you a little taste, and then the rest of it's behind the wall. We will do just a full show of Inside Scoop. We used to do to cover. Yeah, (laughs) it's a big week. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. This is what we have this week. We don't just do Inside Scoop for 90 days. We cover the other TLC. A&E and um, WeTV shows also. So this is what we have. Of course, Molly. I'm going to do try this. Molly, Kelly, Cynthia, Olivia story. That thing has just massively actually exploded into just a massive mess. mess. We've got Shida in the news. We have quite interesting stuff about Danielle from the current season of The Other Way. Just kind of a long thing on the Sister Wives saga that's going on. Also a big deal. And maybe even bigger on Little People Big World. There's a lot going on with that right now. And I don't know, we may, if if we stumble into it, Kelly's always on in tune with Thousand Pound Sisters. She's a little ahead of the game than I am. That's from the actual show. And actually we have Inside Scoop on that too. Breaking stuff from Love After Lockup. That will be our our conclusion. So we're going to make you stick around for some breaking love after lockup news. So there is that. I guess let's start off with um, kind of, I, I guess, the sad news of the week. It looks like Shida was pregnant. Yeah, so sad. So she had a miscarriage. She put out in a comment that oh, she lost. So bad somebody now. said that they were looking for a bump. She said she lost her baby bump. I lost the bump. So I could see her. I mean, we've talked about this before. This is why people kind of keep this stuff private and secret. Until 12 weeks. Because so much happens in that first trimester. that I had two miscarriages in the first trimester. You know, her window's so short. They would have to probably put her in panic mode. Yeah. There's a time period after that where they they discourage you from trying again. So... I mean, that sets... It's sets, supposed to wait like three months. That sets her clock back a bit more. Yeah. I think with them, it's just as much as she wanted to have a child and to have that there. It's almost like 
And we, we've seen it. It's like innocence lost. You watch, if we look at love after lockup, right? And we look at Justine and Michael and you see they get pregnant and they run around and tell everybody. Mm-hmm. I think it's until that innocence is lost yeah. that you, because I think you, you're scared. You don't imagine that's going to happen to you. Right. And when it does, I think it just, it, it hits you like literally like a, 50 pound fear grips you until you get farther into it how was that really i think for you it was tough we told everybody right away when when we got pregnant and i found out on valentine's day actually at the ultrasound which you were not at and and i had our oldest child with me who was a toddler at the time and that was pretty traumatic i have to say because I had no idea. I didn't have any symptoms at all. And actually continued to be pregnant. And they actually had to do a DNC because they were afraid, you know, it would go on for a while and I could hemorrhage suddenly. That was really hard. And we were actually unable to get pregnant for quite a while after that. Because then there was a hormonal imbalance from the miscarriage. And, and then it was... You know, it's going to be tough year. for her. It'll yep. be. Because she so, didn't have that much time to wait. My fear is that Bilal is not necessarily a supportive spouse. Yeah, and that's a tough thing to go through. I remember just being extremely, extremely sad, and so were you. I try to prepare myself for the way we deal with negativity mm-hmm. because I know that crises like that can make or break a marriage. Sure. If you don't uh, go through it together and you kind of separate and deal with it individually, it's really damaging for a relationship. It's a trying it is. period. I think we've seen it a lot from from parents who've lost young children. Yes. I think you see that very frequently. Exactly. The, 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 uh, another, just a... Uh, a downfall of that is is that they deal with it separately and differently, and then we end up seeing a, a separation. A separation yeah, between them. Yeah. So. so we made a point to sit down together and talk about our feelings mm. individually, how we felt, how we were dealing with it, how it affected us. And it was a hard conversation because it was so emotional. Mm. Um, and we deal with, we've talked about it in our personal podcast, we deal with things differently. Right. And, and so. Very intentionally. And that's what that was. And I, I'm more of the. But it makes a huge difference. Deal with it, pack it away, and it's over. Right. And, and that's not the most. And I can see a lot of that in Bilal. Yes. Bilal would probably be a lot like I would have been at uh-huh. that period of my life. Right. You just don't deal with issues. You don't deal with things. You you just, just put it away. You just absorb it and and move on. New day. <laughs> so I think with Shida not having a support system here in the states, I hope that his mom and sister are supportive for her. Well, you know, a lot of times for a lot of women too, it gives feelings of insufficiency. Just like when women have a hysterectomy, a lot of times they feel less of a woman. Hmm. And it's the same with a miscarriage because you think, wow, this is my one job that you can't do and I can't do it right. Right. You know, what did I do wrong? It's a horrible way. I mean, I'm it not- is, but you go through that. 
I would assume for you, you go, I have one job. Right. I mean, it's exactly. not. You don't. You have many more functions. Right. You're not identified. But this is by... the one that nobody else can do. Yeah, you're this not. This is just me. As a woman. I mean, it's so, and society has done this. Society has put these labels on, you know, you're supposed to have a child and you're supposed to be a doting. You know, these things that are labels and they're not. You're so much more than that. If you don't have a child, you're still a woman. Right. right. I and, mean, I, the, and I know that I did everything I was supposed to do, and it was nothing that I did that caused it. But it's a traumatic thing. It really is. A lot of emotions to deal with and process. I hope she has a support system there. I do, too. And I think it will be maybe these days of social media, because we talk about social media being crappy and people just being turds. Yeah. But I can only imagine that there isn't anybody An outpouring of support. Yes, I, would think. I would assume that she would get this knowing I mean, how much she wanted a baby. She's pretty much been okay during all of this. She hasn't done too much wrong to get the internet mad at her. No, not at all. So I would, I would hope that she could draw some support from, from social media. And I think her sister would be really integral also in providing support. Cause she also knows how badly she yeah. wanted to be a mother. So that's sad for her. I'm sorry that happened to her. The big news of this week is so big that I'm not, I don't think I can remember all of it. So we talked about last week the, the email that Kelly leaked. Molly's was originally married to Luis. Luis said some inappropriate things and was a turd. And uh, was cheating. And, and was cheating and a lot of other stuff. But Olivia was in the kind of in the middle of that, and and that was a problem. And so, didn't Mom, we find out he ended up getting boarded? Yeah, I think he didn't because he showed up at the single life. Remember, he was he came in oh, for right. five minutes at the single life tell all. Yeah, that's fine. So that's where we left it. Kelly put out an email of Olivia's that was a bit sounded a bit racist. And what it turns out, it looks like that that was a preemptive strike because they as were that filing charges that day, yeah, they were filing charges, and it looks like, although Kelly says, and this is his words, I never punched Olivia. Olivia in the in this police statement, not saying that that happened, saying that he choked, slammed her, is what it was. The story was is Kelly was in the store in November. This is when. In their lingerie store. Yeah, this is when they broke up, too. So this is the yes, event the that event led that to it. It was the catalyst to everything. Kelly came in. There was an argument. Olivia evident. was working behind the counter helping Molly. Yeah, and it was a story. The story is, is it had something to do with her boyfriend. and They got uh, into an argument over whatever had happened yeah, with the boyfriend. And it looks like Olivia said something like, come and get me or something. And I, it sounds like Kelly did. Uh-huh. Because he chose his words kind of wisely. Uh-huh. And so there was an altercation. Nothing was done. At Ol the time. Yeah, Olivia said that she was kind of afraid because Kelly was a policeman at, in New York. And that, you he know. He just retired. And that nothing would really happen. But they filed these. They made a report in, I guess, in the past two weeks is what it was. Two months after it happened. Yeah. So in the report. It talks about that. They have cameras at the store. And they were saying that they couldn't get to the cameras because Cynthia is the one. Who had the password. Who had pa the password. Now, Cynthia's never at the store, really. Which, evidently, since like 
a couple of times since 2019. Really? So this little Molly Cynthia thing has been going on a while. And I'd like to see like older. Maybe that's why Kelly was doing a lot of the pillow talk instead of Cynthia. Is because her and Molly were falling out. Yeah. Um, I read a statement from Cynthia that said that. Yeah, but it was still. This thing evidently has been going on for a couple of years. This Molly Cynthia thing that we just didn't know about. But that was the reason that um, Cynthia stopped doing pillow talk with her and Kelly took the place Mm. Um, because she made a statement about that this week. There's two more now parts to this story. Evidently, two weeks ago, Molly and Cynthia had an issue. Molly fired an employee for what she said was stealing. Because even though they're not friends anymore, they still co-own this business. They still co-own the store. Cynthia didn't believe that that's what happened and rehired her. Olivia was at the store and said that that girl didn't work there anymore. And then the police ended up coming. So so Cynthia was at the store with Olivia at that time. And there was a whole police report done about that. Interesting. And both... Ma, both Cynthia and Olivia both wanted a police report done because I don't know. I think it's because of them. Everybody just wants record of what happened. Cynthia's mad about the whole thing because she said she's not involved at all in this Kelly and Olivia thing. And she's and mad. She didn't know anything about any footage. Right. Didn't want her name used in the police report. Mm-hmm. Angelique was this woman who they evidently said was stealing. Now, the other part of the story, and that just came out today, is that Molly is suing Cynthia for starting a competing business. Interesting. While still owning, while still having interest in this business? I, That's I weird. Know. Yeah, but I don't know what's illegal or she well, said it, it would, would depend on their 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 partnership contract whether or not there's a non-compete i can't imagine i'm not saying they're not business savvy but i can't imagine they have that uh specific of an agreement between the two of them i just i don't see that being the case especially because they were like best friends at the time yeah and you need lawyers involved if this thing has been going downhill um, you think that somebody would buy somebody out yeah you would think something I don't know how much money's in bras, but I think they're probably doing all right. I think there's a lot in custom. Molly says that in this whole suit that they've not been involved in the store in years. Cynthia's kind of saying, that's crap. I haven't been there, but we agreed as to why I wouldn't be there. I'm thinking this has a lot to do with Olivia. Just a feeling of mine that that Cynthia and, uh, and Olivia probably don't get along. Because I think Olivia and everybody don't get along, including Molly at times. Right. We've seen that. So they had their own legal issues. Weren't there some physical things yep. between Molly and yep, Olivia there was an also? Assault. They had charges. Boy, that's tough. I think it was Olivia had assaulted Molly mm. and she had her arrested. That mother daughter thing. That can get a little toxic. Yes, as it we can. Know. Been there. <laughs> yes, we have. Here's an interesting Discovery Plus. The entire 90-day world is really mad with Discovery Plus right now. Because of why? Because of them no longer putting the show out early. Right. 
This is a full-fledged ruckus that's yeah, going it's on. It's turned into like a like a cancellation war. The whole, people are tweeting left and right. Bye-bye. It's like Bye, we, Discovery. All, we all get up in the morning on Sunday and hope that it's there. Personally, this has really set our life backwards on Sunday. And we try to watch it as soon as we get home. So that we can podcast and edit and get it out. And have it ready by, by the time the show 9 o'clock. And so the show ends and I just release it. And then at that point, we're still, because they get up before 5 in the morning, right? It's 4.50 is when I get out of bed. 4.50 in the morning. So now what is happening is locally here, we're in, we're in Texas. Central time zone. So the show starts here at 7, and at least at this point, Discovery Plus is putting it on Discovery Plus at 7, and so we don't have to sit through the commercials. So we get through it still at that. So that benefit at this point still exists. But it means that we have to watch it right then, and we eat dinner at 7 o'clock. We don't always watch it right then. (laughs) Some... Of our listeners are live texting us during the show, and we have to tell her and they're in a different time zone. Hey, stop! But still, we're it's still not wa- on here yet. No, mm-hmm. no, we watch it. It's all aired at the same time. Mm-hmm. We're just not watching it yet because yeah. we have life that right. is going on. We can't just stop. There's still three kids and yeah. uh, significant uh, significant others, others and and, they, and they're always here on Sunday and want to have dinner with us. Three dogs and dogs are whatever. And symphony. They eat something and stuff's leaking out of them. <laughs> Carpet shampooers, you name it, it's going on. Sunday seems to be when everything happens. It's true. Freezes, just all sorts of stuff happens. Refrigerator gets clogged. So it is. <laughs> it puts us on a nasty time crunch. People are mad at Discovery Plus and are evidently canceling. Our cancellation date at this point is February 28th. Um, We will evaluate it at that point and make a decision. But what we have heard, reports are... It's so much backlash. Yeah, so look, what's going on this spring is Discovery Plus and HBO Max were supposed to merge into one and have one... You're going to have to pay for both. Pay for both. It looks like... That they are going to keep Discovery Plus as its own side, separate, standalone subscription. And this was suddenly decided because of all this backlash and cancellations. Because they have how many millions of customers? Did I say like 7 million or something? Discovery Plus subscribers. And they are not looking to lose them because they're now not convinced that they would stay for HBO Max for a higher price. What is that, 7 bucks a month? Yeah. As it was, it's less if you if you get commercials. We pay a couple extra dollars. I think it's it's either seven or eight that we pay to be commercial free. Nah. and for us, time is such a crunch. We watch so many shows that not having commercials is important. I think it's it's like two dollars. It's the less. same reason we don't do commercials during this podcast. Who I'm going to be? Who, who the has hell time for commercials? Who the hell has time for commercials? And what I want to know is who actually gets things that they hear about or see in commercials. Yeah, isn't that when you get up and go to the bathroom? Yeah. Do you even listen? No. No. I don't think so. I'm not going to buy a shampoo because somebody had a commercial about it. I get up and go to the bathroom, and that's when you go make a cup of coffee. Yeah. Or pop some popcorn. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. It's a race. (laughs) Right. So that's what happens. 
I don't know who falls for that. Do people? <laughs> I guess maybe people do. It must because, I mean, there's commercials people everywhere. People continue to pay for airtime. Right. Because you watch, are you going to buy Doritos because you see a Super Bowl ad for Doritos? Maybe it makes you crave them. If you You're not at the stuff. store. But what are you going to do? Go to the store right then? I'm going to leave now and get a bag of Doritos. And miss my show. So this means, what, you're going to write it down? Say, oh, reminder, get a bag of Doritos. I don't understand. You just tell your Amazon device. I think whose people. Name I can't say. I think people are more savvy than that. I mean, you see it in the podcasting world, right? Yeah. I mean, we have a subscription podcast, right? We have subscription content. We have like, no matter where you go, it's three ninety nine. It may cost you more for taxes. And we get solicited frequently to yes. uh, advertise. Yeah, we do. Especially now that more people are listening. Yeah. We get. I get something quite frequently. But we don't even do tears in our podcast. Because what happens is, and this is a secret for everybody, once somebody figures out that you'll pay for something, this is the old salesman technique. Mm -hmm. Once they figure out that you are somebody who will buy something, the trick is, is now it's time to upsell. Right. So if you'll pay $3.99 for this podcast, you'll pay $7.99 if once a month. We do a video that you can watch. It's like when I worked in an auto parts <laughs> store in high school, they had the cashiers have little air fresheners for uh-huh. the car or little hand cleaners sure. to get the grease off, little wipes mm-hmm. on the on the counter when they check out. And we had quotas to meet. You yeah, had to keep adding so. stuff home when people were checking Fine. out. That's what it worked. Discovery Plus played their hand a little much. It looks like, and the voices that they've heard from from listeners has been enough to maybe have them change their tune. It doesn't help us still. No, it does not. Unless our, they give us our content My early. theory was right. I think we, we talked about, it was like two, two and a half weeks ago now, on a midweek, they took the channel's feature off of Discovery+. Plus. My theory is every show after that point will not pre-air because Darcy and Stacey still pre-airs. Lexi and Lauren still pre-airs. Um, David and Annie still pre-airs. Milf Manor does not, I hear. Not that I'm watching Milf Manor. Because we're not. Okay, yeah. We're not. I'm not. i really not. Those are the only ones I know about. Um, you probably check Thousand Pound Sisters to see if it if it does. So, mm-hmm. what's going on there with Thousand Pound Sisters? Uh, well, most, Real life? Well, the most recent episode we saw that... Uh, Tammy had a way had a way in. She did an extra one because her sisters were visiting to cheer her up because her place got robbed mm. and they went to tell her in person that everything was gone, including the kitchen sink. And um, in a normal she, situation, that would be funny. And she would she sink, would normally not. have really freaked out and gone back to eating and put on mm. a bunch of weight because it would stress her out. But she is really doing better. And has tried to focus and change her attitude and meet her goals. Cause she's tired of failing and being sick. So, um, are we switching to real time yet? I will. Okay. So she, um, kind of took it and didn't get too upset about it. That's good. She has a boyfriend. She does. Actually, they're married. Oh, that's right. They are married now. So, um, 
she decided, well, I really want my sister. She was very sad and a little depressed when her sisters left because she really enjoyed visiting with them. They played games with her and stuff and had her laughing, and she misses the company. So she wanted to show them how proud she was of herself that she was following her plan. So she said, well, let's go upstairs. I did a weigh-in the other day, but let me weigh in before you leave. So you can see my progress. And to her own surprise, she got on the scale and she was like 16 pounds under her goal Goalie, weight. That's great. So that was amazing. So that was the first requirement to be considered for weight loss mm-hmm. surgery. And she had never gotten that far. And she was over 700 pounds at her highest um, when she went back into rehab. She is now, in this episode, like 534 pounds. So that was a big, big deal. Mm. And that's without weight loss surgery. Now, real time, uh, it came out this week that she actually did go through the other hurdles that she had to meet with other doctors to approve her for the surgery. To make sure her heart was good. Yeah, that she she could could withstand the surgery. Um, And she actually did have the weight loss surgery all the way back in August. And it was successful. She had a rough time first couple days recovering, but worked hard and did well, and she's doing fine and that, still losing weight. That's really good news. I, it's just a show I don't want to cover because I just I would always see it as just being a tragic, sad ending. But it's nice to see her, yeah. you know, not falling back and yeah, doing drugs and drinking and partying with her friends and making herself ill. That's impressive. Yep. I really think so. Yep, so that's a big deal. She could have been released after to go home after her initial recovery um, with her husband but the family encouraged her to stay because for one thing her place has nothing in it it got robbed and wiped out just no furniture nothing um, so there's not really a place for them to come back to yet and they encouraged her to stay um, a bit longer so she is in fact still at the rehab with her husband well, that's good news. Yep. This season of The Other Way, Danielle is making a splash with her savvy business advice to Johan. Our advice would be don't let flies on the meat. That would probably be good. <laughs> but what we found out, and we, we talked about it a bit before, is Danielle has had already earlier this year or last year declared for bankruptcy, it looks like. Initially, it was chapter 13 bankruptcy and then she changed it yeah changed it to chapter seven the amount is her debt two twenty four five eighty two forty yeah, two quarter two, mil. two yeah that's a lot yeah do you see how much she had in like tolls and stuff eighty thousand dollars in easy pass fines that's crazy toll fines i wonder if that's some fines plus fees like you didn't pay so yeah that's what it was she had a bunch of she was so she talked about her four thousand dollars a month in rent. Mm-hmm. Her rent that was past due, thirty six thousand dollars. So she wow. hadn't already been paying rent for if it was four thousand dollars a month for over what I guess numbers are hard, but almost a year. And I guess with the um, nine months delays in eviction that were allowed because of COVID, that probably kept Help. her from getting evicted soon. Yeah, maybe even made it so she didn't um, she didn't pay mm, sixty thousand yeah. in student loans, 
and 4,600 in parking tickets and penalties. Yeah, that's crazy. So her, and evidently. She's a chronic non-payer. It was awarded, her bankruptcy was awarded on um, May of, of 22. So this is why she wants to flee the country. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> she's she's going to have no credit for seven years. Yeah, how's she going to get an apartment? Or... Yeah, she's not for seven years. That's... She's just not telling him. You think she tells him during the show? You think it'd become if she doesn't? She should. I mean, she should have told him she was having financial. Yeah, for her to be here, she's just flat out lying. It just makes me more upset about her treatment of him. Yes, it's terrible, deplorable. I wonder if she thought she'd get out of this, or there'd be money coming in from the show. Yeah, and her lecturing him about um, making money or not. And keeping oh, the ledger and all that. Well, just because she's got experience doesn't mean she did it right, yeah. apparently. Maybe yeah, she, he shouldn't be listening to her. Somebody suggested she go to another state. And she went on some tirade about she can't go to Florida because, I don't know, books or something. And I'm like, you know. I think she's, you know, I think she's probably just. I can imagine the life of a teacher is very, very hard hard yeah i can't imagine how each year you go back yeah i can't either i I can't you're a different kind of person i i I can't not fathom where you get the energy and the strength yeah not in today's to do that state of so i can't even say i blame her but i'd find i'd get 100 percent into yoga or whatever you're gonna do (laughs) manifest yourself uh Yoda, a new career. A new career is what she should do. Here's something I heard. Now, we haven't talked about this, but remember fake Stephanie? Not Michigan Stephanie, but fake Stephanie. Yes. She started her own like OnlyFans thing. Not like OnlyFans. Yeah, her own service. Yes. yes. So there is rumor that Johan has joined it. Wow. Not Stephanie, but his own. Like you can go and see Johan. I think this is probably the key to their financial future. I can only imagine. (laughs) So he's put together. I'm thinking if that works, if there's money to be made there, I'm guessing he's going to make it. On her service? Yeah, on her service. Wow. So. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Sister Wife's is a hot mess. We kind of got some stories this week that season eight is indeed filming. You had briefed me on this. Yes, well underway. Yes. And so the storyline seems to be, um, obviously, it's um, Mary's B&B, Janelle's separation. There's some Robin and Cody hunting for another um, wife that's a possible storyline that's in that yeah and i read that um he supposedly filmed a date but it was a girl from south america and apparently she completely blew him off and like ran for the hills this and, wasn't like garrick the kids are saying of course you know christine's kids are all anti-cody and they say everything negative so i don't know how much you know, worth you want to give their statement. But they're saying that um, he is using his power with the powers that be at the show 
to try and not get that footage aired. I don't think he's got that kind of weight anymore. It's all out of control. Because he's trying to save his, his reputation. His life is unraveling. Yeah, completely. You think about all the control and maybe just the power he wielded with all of them and the show. Yeah, and some of the and kids are over. coming out now and saying that um, Ignore the they man behind actually the curtain. lived in poverty before they started the show. They were living in poverty conditions, and it was the money from the show that kept the family going. Mm. Cody's got to yeah. hang on to that money. I get it. I mean, a lot of people grow up in poverty. I think the other storyline we're getting, and I tell you what, you cannot open a news story about sister wives without seeing Christine's kids. Oh. They're all everywhere. Yes. They're it's just because they're pitching a show. You think so? Yeah, they are. It, it came out in a story today. They, they're they talking to a production company, a couple of production companies, one seriously. Um, and they're trying to do a spinoff show with her and Janelle and their kids. But everybody's older now. I don't know what you got there. They also did say in the story uh, about Sister Wives season 18 that Mary, because she's split off now, is just busy running her in and will make very few appearances on the show. They're all, I think they all, there's going to be one more season, but that's probably it. But they all have got to get their stuff together so they can make one last push for whatever they're going to do after the show. Uh That's what all this is about. Whether they're pitching a business or something. That's what this is about, whatever, you know, pyramid scheme that they want all their million followers to sign up for and jump in line and become salesmen for other salesmen or whatever they do um they just gotta line all that up you could so maybe that's why christine's family is all out there and you see that they really don't like each other yeah her family yes so there's issues there. yeah there's issues amongst the kids i can't imagine they would other. you think that they couldn't survive the scrutiny they'd knock out the son they wouldn't let him participate i would assume right yeah but then he'd be out and about if you don't let him Join and be in the group. You think he's not going to be sitting around? Oh, he'll be talking and pulling a Gwendolyn on a Patreon, telling yeah. all the family secrets. Yeah, I mean it is. It's, it, it's it's all turning ugly. Ignore the man behind the curtain. It's it has all unraveled. Yeah, it's just a sham that it all was. Yeah, it's just a really a house of a cards. <laughs> They're all falling. Mm-mm-mm. Poor Zach this week, Zach Roloff. Yeah, he so, had an emergency surgery. Um, he has hydrocephalus, mm-hmm. which is um, when your spinal fluid, which circulates around your brain, there's too much fluid around mm-hmm. the brain and it creates pressure on the brain and can cause serious problems. And if they hadn't come up years ago with a way to drain that excess fluid away from the brain, then people didn't survive that babies that were born when they didn't survive they would die so um so what do they do they install a shunt in the brain and have a tube a catheter that leads away from the shunt into another part of the body usually like the abdomen and it just moves that fluid out from the brain to somewhere else in the body another cavity where it can be reabsorbed 
as just fluid in the body. It's just regular fluid. It's just, it gets stuck up there. Yes. It's because, it, you know, your spinal cord and your brain stem are all connected and what that fluid plan. circulates. And so they just drain it away to relieve the pressure. Doctors let your body are, reabsorb it. Doctors are cool. Yeah. You know, to think to come up, be able to come up with stuff. Right. Hey, this is a good idea. So the trouble with that, though, is that a lot of times as people get older and they've had them for a while, there might get like a kink in the catheter or a disconnection or a failure of some kind where some part of that, either the shunt itself, its placement it shifted or whatever, or the tube itself will need replacing. How do they and get so it down in their abdomen? He was having symptoms. External? They come out and down and in? or is No, it, no. It goes through your body. That's badass. Yeah, they like feed it, it through. I'm an electrician, right? So we put like a fish yeah, tape. Yeah, it's like in, that. Fish tape in a condom yeah. and we yank wire through. Yeah, it's like that. That's badass. Doctors are cool. You doctors are cool. Yeah. So um, a lot of times they need revision over the years. And we know someone who has one of those. Mm. And she actually just had hers redone this past week as well for like the umpteenth time, unfortunately. But um, it can cause serious problems, real intense headaches and like migraines and, you know, just blinding symptoms that really um, interfere with life. Mm. And so um, he was having experience and symptoms, um, suspected there was an issue. They checked, yes, his needed an immediate emergency repair. So he went in the very next day. And had surgery this week. Wow. I've not heard really an update of how he's doing. I've seen some It was pictures. successful. I read that. Um, yeah. While this is going on, the uh, other two men in the family, Jeremy and Matt, yeah. have taken some heat. Taken some heat. Because Matt was in Mexico and coming back and on a cruise and posting about fun and going to Arizona. And apparently and, completely unaware that his son was in emergency surgery. Right. And so somebody said, hey, you may want to go and see Tori's uh, Instagram post and find <laughs> out about your son. Your son. <laughs> you think there would have been like the family text? Yeah. Well, you know, they're not talking, so... Maybe nobody actually sees that. And really, after as all this was going on... And they ignore most of the stuff from Matt. Jeremy was posting about his truck and how cool it was and that he was going to drive to California in his truck. Mm -hmm. So that was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On top of that, this past week, it looks like Matt Roloff is putting the farm in a trust. Mm -hmm. So that will be – we. Maintain I, control. Yeah, that's what that's going to be. So, I mean, that's not a big deal other than it's just a smart move when you're, you're coming. You're getting older. You're getting old. That's a thing to do. So you can control no matter what a will is or if somebody gets your will thrown out or contested. Yeah. No matter what, the trust sets up what happens to right. whatever you have. There's no probate and court or anything. the bigger advantage in most – in some states for the trust, and I think most states, is that the trust has it and it's not – when something moves like that, there's no tax implications. Mm -hmm. So there's a – good reason for setting, some, setting something up in a trust. Yeah, we've researched this. On top of that, looks like Karen's selling her home and they're getting ready to move to Arizona. That's really happening. So she's moving. This trust is going in. Karen says she's not going to be on the show anymore. Tori has said she's not going to be on the show or doesn't want to be on the show anymore. Amy, we see her. What's Amy? She's peddling some cooking thing on youtube now right 
this has got some mm -hmm. sister wife thing all over it where everybody's yeah. prepping for the for end of the thing. show. Yeah. Matt's got the, you know what the Airbnb, it goes for like set. Actually, I think I read this week that Tori said that she would be around until the time was right for them to split from the show. I'm sure. But that for now, they're happy to be there. There's still money involved and you But get she it. was done with the family drama. Yeah. I We still think as a feel-good show that Zach and Tori and would the be kids a good would be yes. a good show. Yeah. I get it. It wouldn't be. As, it would still entail the reasons we watch the show. Yeah, it's not so much for the family drama. And you know what? Little People, Big World didn't used to be family drama. It used to right. be a feel-good story. Right. It was. Then that's the nice part of Zach and Tori in the game. Right. We get it. It's not them. It's not the most exciting things. But the show's not super exciting anymore. But we still feel good when we watch it. Yeah. Because of that. You know, it's nice to see young parents, a relationship between, you know, two people, their kids, and they love each other. Right. It's still, it's still refreshing to see. It is. Like Love After Lockup. <laughs> refreshing no. to see. No. You remember Jessica? From last season. Uh-huh. Not this, not the current with season. With the teenage daughter that seemed more mature than her. Yes, with yeah. a responsible teenage homeschool daughter. We were je jealous. Yeah. Um, Jessica's the one that got a stomach tattoo of Justin on her, her stomach. Of his name. Yes, of his name. I believe it was in some kind of odd script. Yeah, it was. So, Justin got out of jail. This is the breaking news. Justin mm -hmm. got out of jail December 14th. 2022 and, and went back in when oh wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> so when that happened jessica had moved to tennessee they got a house together pictures posted um jessica got another a tattoo on her arm that said justin and of course justin got one right i'm pointing to my left temple <laughs> okay he got a tattoo right here that said jessica on his face on Great. his head wow like his forehead Wow. Well, now it looks like that is going – he's going to be able to show that tattoo back in prison because he – Well, that's not on the list. Mm. Reckless driving. Wow. Felony evasion. Oh, my gosh. Will these criminals Hang never on. Learn? I am only – I am not quite half finished yet. Wow. Would you please – let me finish his Explain list of myself. charges. Okay. We'll start again. Reckless driving, felony evasion, theft of property between ten and sixty thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Did he steal a car? Must have stolen a car. Reckless endangerment, and last but not least, domestic assault. Wow. Now Jessica, in the past two weeks, there had been some cryptic posts from her insinuating that. She didn't make a mistake. Sure. These vague posts that people make that uh -huh. want make you want to ask, hey, did something happen? Uh -huh. So she didn't say what happened, but there's all these posts. In innuendo. Yeah, there's all of this. Okay. So in, it's been in the past two weeks. It looks like that Justin's bond is $100,000. So I'm guessing he stole her car with her daughter in it. That was the reckless endangerment, the theft yeah. over whatever amount, and the reckless driving. Wow. And evading, being chased. Yeah. What, <laughs> what do you think? a mess. Wrap it all up in one. Yeah, that's this is love after lockup for you. That sure so he is. made that's it, it out. That's how they roll. He made it out a grand total of it looks like almost eight weeks. 
Wow, that's a record. Most of them go back sooner. <laughs> eight. How, how long did uh, eight weeks? Um, it was only a couple months, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I mean he didn't make it as long as um, Chris. Chris made it, I think, longer. I don't think so. I think it was well about the same. It's probably. hard to tell because months. they had that big gap in filming uh-huh. for Chris and Gabby. I think she said it'd been two months. So this is close. This is almost two months. Yeah, it's really not. It's less than eight weeks. Closer wow. to seven. Crazy. So I don't know what these people are thinking. No. <sighs> it's like even Shane, right? Shane is they don't even know where he's at. Right. At all. Incarcerated somewhere. Well, we don't know. I mean it was Probably. Virginia Beach, so yeah. we don't know. That is what I have this week. And with the way things are breaking, what I'm gonna say is something could happen between Molly, Cynthia, and Olivia. At any moment. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's literally every day. Hour by hour. Every almost. day something new. So much. And Cynthia is a bit of a, a wild card anyway. They should figure out where Cynthia was on January 6th. And she's a woman scorned because her and her husband broke up. Yeah, yeah. This is what we have. This is a normal Inside Scoop episode. This is what you get. A full episode of Inside Scoop. There's one of these every week. And we do one for Housewives. Molly and Cynthia should have just continued hanging out together and forgot about getting yeah, mates because it doesn't seem to go well for would them. Would have probably been better for them. It's possible. But we're mates. They had a better time when there were right? no men around. Yeah. We're mates. It's worked for us. At least at this point. At least up until 1030. <laughs> we'll see what happens at 11. What you don't do is... Hey now. You didn't put rose oil on, did you? I did. Hey now. Stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com 